Good Risings, I'm Nichelle Hines, and this is Level Up Latte. This week, we're talking about failure. I want to talk about failing well. We kind of touched on it yesterday a little bit, because often when you fail well, you succeed better. Franklin D. Roosevelt said, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. It's kind of what we started talking about at the end of yesterday. But remember this, winners are not afraid of losing, but losers are. Failure is a part of the process of success. People who avoid failure also avoid success. That's a quote from Robert T. Kiyosaki. I want to talk about someone that we've all heard of, Thomas Edison. Do you know that it took Thomas Edison 10,000 attempts to create a light bulb? Or Dyson 5,126 attempts to invent a bagless vacuum cleaner? Great things often come from great failures. The championships, the people that we have heard of over and over and over again, they have lost. Tennis, Federer, Williams. I mean, the list of failures goes on and on and on. Multiple politicians have lost multiple elections before achieving that goal of congresspersons, senator, even presidents. This is part of life. This is the tagline for a documentary series called Losers that profiles high-performance athletes or teams that have a major failure. In a winning-is-everything society, how do we handle and define failure? One of the most interesting things about this documentary is how every episode highlights athletes who have turned the agony of defeat into human triumph. It can be really helpful when approaching failure to try and reframe it. I talked about this before. Replacing the word failure with more motivating and terms that feel less harsh to you, that can come with reframing how we perceive and respond to failure. So if you have to call it something else, do that. But know that these signals that we send to our brain, that is what helps us achieve. And it's also what helps us do the opposite of that. You fill that in with whatever word works for you. So when you're new at something, success is less likely. When you're trying something new, I want you to take a beginner's mindset. Remind yourself that you're new and give yourselves chances to improve, right? So if you're taking, for me, it would be a dance class, right? There's something that maybe I want to try. I like the idea of like learning a routine and getting to the steps and doing all of the things. So when I take that class, I'm going to call myself a novice. So then I give myself the grace to say, oh, I'm new at this. This might not work out for me, but that is the power in it, right? That is how we get better. I'm new. When you're new, you're much more forgiving. I know when I have students that are new to my class, I actually had one today. I always say, this is your first time, you're understanding. Cut yourself a little slack, give yourself some grace to be better. You can do the same thing to yourself in anything that you're doing or trying that you're new at. Also, another way to think of it is a learning opportunity. Fear of failure is one of the strongest inhibitors of learning. Instead of looking at something as a failure, look at it as a chance to learn something new. Again, with my class, I tell people that all the time. You're learning. I just said it even before I got to this point, right? You are learning. I was at salsa. My friends, they did a salsa night and I was getting really frustrated with myself. And somebody was like, have you ever salsa before? And I was like, "Mm, no, not really. Like, okay, then no big deal. 
and it freed me and I was able to let go of what it looked like or feeling bad about myself if I missed a step and it made it not only much more fun but it made me better at it. I took a tennis lesson just last Tuesday and I kept hitting Obviously, it was a very Michelle situation, all power, no finesse. <laughs> so I kept hitting it over the net, but literally the teacher kept saying, okay, you have the power, so now we're just gonna focus on the finesse, right? Of making sure that we hit the ball. And it made things so much better. We have to be kind to ourselves when things go wrong. It's not easy to admit when we fail and make mistakes, but when you get to talk through it or when you're dealing with someone like that tennis coach or like my friend that was in that salsa lesson and you're talking through what's really happening and you talk through your feelings with someone else it lets us know that we're not alone and that us not necessarily hitting the goal on the first try or the second try or even as with Dyson on the thousandth try doesn't mean that you can't get there eventually so you work on that. Know when you're new, give yourself grace. Know that every situation is a learning opportunity and also enter into these things without fear. Chris Agris, an American business theorist and professor at Harvard, said many highly successful people fear failure. They fear it specifically because they have very little professional experience with it. So as a result, they tend to respond defensively to failure. I'm certainly guilty of it and they act to avoid it and to avoid acknowledging it. But what if you stop avoiding it and try to embrace it? Like I did with that tennis lesson, by the end I was so much better because I wasn't concerned if I was hitting it over the fence or not. I focused on the points that I could improve upon. So no, I'm not Serena Williams today, but guess what, if I wanna be, I feel like I can get there. After dealing with a failure, you have two choices because failure often sets us up on a platform from which we can either move up or move down. I want you to choose to move up. It will change your life. I'm Nichelle, and you can find me at Nichelle. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. And remember, you are capable of great things. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.